welcome to Extemporaneous. This is a podcast where I come up with an idea, I do some research, I grab a bottle of wine, I bring everything to Mark, and he pontificates. Tonight's episode is very special. We are having a special guest. It's a collaboration with Rob Hall, and he has his own podcast. I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in and and introduce him in a second. Um, Tonight, we three are going to be talking about relationships. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, everything. Everything. And that's what I'm counting on. So, Rob, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, um, who are you? Where are you? Tell us about your podcast. Hey, it's Rob. I'm in Michigan, about far north as you can, towards Canada. And my podcast is mostly just about just everything. I mean, I just... Recently, I'm going to start talking more to people about what they think about certain pro- subjects, but just random stuff on the news, stuff I'm thinking about. I don't care what you want to say. You can say it. So tell us about some recent episodes that you've done. Because, okay, I, I've listened to your conspiracy theory episode recently. Um, I'm trying to think. So I so, listened to how video games ruined your youth. So what's been your most popular episode? It's usually just the ones where I talk to other people. That's why I'm going to start doing more of that. But it, just, it was just talking about nothing. We just talked about stuff that's going on their day. And people love that one. It's like the most popular one. I mean, it was about nothing at all. Like a Seinfeld <laughs> theory. Yeah. And I get other ones where I just kind of bitch about the government stuff, which, you know, just me just trying to get rises out of people never seems to work, but... <laughs> you just shit on the dining room table and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How long have you been podcasting? Oh, I started it early on in, in the beginning of COVID there, because... Um, I was home. I was with the kid because daycare closed and stuff like that. So I, I basically was bored and I got tired of Facebook. So I figured I could do a podcast. Why the hell not? I wasn't there to help people or try to make them get through their day better. It's like, I'm just there for my own selfish purposes. I, I completely kind of the same same thing with Mark and I. To be fair, I'm trying to start a cult. Well, <laughs> I am a minister. I can help. I mean... <laughs> You know, kneel before Zod. You're a minister? Uh, yeah, I did one of those. Are you really? Uh, yeah, technically I'm a minister. I'm a minister of the, forget what it's called, I'm the everything church. So I can open a church, I can marry people, I can do... You might want to check that, <laughs> just, you know. But I can do anything I want. Mention it during the wedding ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I mean, I, That's awesome. Are you tax exempt? I haven't gone that far with it. I mean, I can get the whole robe set up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was when I was when I was getting married. Oh, when I was getting married, we were looking for someone to marry us, and I was looking into how to become an ordained minister. So I ordained myself, thinking I could just marry. My, That's cool. I think I could just marry myself, save some money. Apparently, you can't marry yourself. I mean, not marry myself. No. I was going to say, how can you not? Not, not marry myself, myself. <laughs> marry me, my wife. Yeah, Rob, do you take Rob to be your Rob? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that, so that's, that's really interesting. So have you married anyone? No. I mean, besides your wife? No, I mean, not you. You know what I'm talking about. Like, have you wed another couple? Wow. How pervy do you think he is? Oh my God. Well, this is an episode about relationships. So this is actually a nice little segue. Well, there was that girl I more, or, uh, ordered on Amazon. Didn't work out, though, so. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> no, I've never married anybody. That's they com- rarely do. The opportunity has come up where people are asking for somebody available. I could have done it. It's like you get like 150 bucks just to marry a person. And you just say whatever the hell you wanted to say. And wow. It's not bad money if you want to do it. it. triple our podcast earnings. <laughs> oh, my God. Mark, you've got a little side gig there if you want one. Holy yeah. cow. Dude, yeah, you, I respect the hustle. Yeah, you actually get a That's pa- right. You actually get a pamphlet when you sign um, up for this. It's like, it tells you how to do marriage. Like, you do Jewish marriages. You can do gay marriages. That's excellent. <laughs> it's like, it gives you a script. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Like Why don't you tell our listeners just now where what what platforms they can find you on when they go uh, looking for you uh, for your podcast? And Mike, maybe tell them the name of the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would help. Well, I think I said I, it, but pretty much you can almost search. You say it again. <laughs> yeah, you can almost search anything online. You're going to find mine. It's uh, talking at you. But uh, yeah, so I'm on I'm on TikTok. It's basically just a bunch of random videos. I figured it's just something to grab attention. Someone that clicks on it sees my pod page or my uh podcast page so that's pretty much all that's about and my thing's random so i figured whatever and i got facebook i got the and then pod page pod page is the one where it has a link to everything i'm on we definitely yeah i'm on apple i'm on every single site i mean i'm on ones that aren't even listed through my carrier i'm gone i've gone radio stations all kinds of stuff so i don't know how easy it is to search but it's all it's out there (laughs) all right great um you guys have seriously it's very good very good podcast and it's quite fun (laughs) 
and uh, I recommend that you go and, and, and give Rob a listen. So, all right. What we wanted to do is this evening we're going to talk about relationships. We started looking, we, I, I sent um, to Rob as just for something fun to, to kind of start out with, was a, an article about relationships and kind of how equality in relationships and how dating women who claim to be feminists say they want equal relationships and equal marriages, but when they're dating, they don't really look for equality. So everybody read that article, right, Mark? Yeah, I super read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and my wife no, had it. Okay, okay, all no, right. No, I rarely do, but yeah. this time I did. Yeah, me and my wife had discussion about it. So we, I mean, What's that? Me and my wife had discussion about it. She didn't like all my opinions, so. So, so, so Rob, do you feel like you could talk a little bit about the article and, and give us your opinion on it? Hot take. Hot take, yeah. Rob. No, yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, like I said, me and my, or I didn't say that yet, but me and my wife, we met online. So... It was weird, but when we were, oh. yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, I was on there about a year before I met her, so I was kind of a bad person there for a while, but, yeah, I mean, even, you know, dating and stuff, you know, she was kind of what I expected. She hasn't changed much, but it was a lot more, like, chivalry stuff. She still, she still likes that stuff. Yeah, it, it's different than when you get married. It's definitely the article's point on, but... Describe you were bad. Uh, well, Describe you were bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, were you like, murdering people? <laughs> no, but the opportunity was there. Yeah, sure. You could have super killed any of them. Did you want to murder anyone? <laughs> no. I think there was a couple reactions. I mean, that's the thing. You were probably way bigger than anybody you dated. You could have taken them out. Yeah. No, I, I'm not, I actually dad-moded a lot of them. It's like... They love her a lot younger, and it's like, I understand. Like, there is some that's like, they invited me over within five minutes of talking to me. I think one I actually told her, do you know I could be killing you right now? You should never let the person in your house this soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She talked to me. I'm sure she was really comfortable with that. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, she, she kept talking to me. But. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> but, it, but it's a good point. But yeah. then again, even if you meet somebody in real life, mm-hmm. you could still kill them. Yeah, I mean, little... online isn't make it more likely that you're going to be killed. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? Okay, here's a question for you. Here's a question for you because because do you does it break down boundaries faster? It does. It creates a false sense of intimacy. Yeah. If you text with somebody back and forth for a while, you think you know them better than they do, and all of a sudden you're sending them a picture of your underwear or whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got pretty good at it. I mean, I got really good but, at it. <laughs> but I had, That's good. I had certain pictures it's a good skill. for how I wanted my night to go. It was never, like, nude or anything, but... Yeah. But then I wouldn't actually talk to the people, because early on you could actually go on without signing on. You could find the ones you liked, and then creep them online, find out more information about them, and then go on and click on their name. Because once you click on their name when you're signed in... They, Dude, you're like a professional. Oh, I was. And it's like, because if you're signed in, you click on their name, they know you they, you looked at them. So you click on when you know you want them to see it, you see them. Ah, there you so go. So you learn everything you can... Yeah, like they'll tell you, it's just stupid how women do that. They get themselves in trouble. That's right. They, they say, "Oh, I will. I like cats." So you like look at their Facebook page. Oh yeah. Run their license plate. You know whatever you have to do. Yeah, they'll tell you. You know what they like to do, what they like, what they dislike, what they don't want. It's like, you, what's your mom's maiden name? So you figure out where they're going before you meet them. All this stuff, and you go there. And it's like you're the perfect man. But oh, I love cats. They're the best. I mean, don't you love vanilla ice cream? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Rob! <laughs> Rob, you have game. <laughs> like, like holy cow! I was, I was like, awesome. I would foolishly just show up yeah. and be like, "I have pants on." <laughs> What's up? Right. <laughs> All right. So, so did you? So, so then you actually met the woman who is now your wife. Yes. You met her also online. Yes, that was towards the end when I was given up. I was done. She she wrote me. I looked at her. Yeah. I looked at her a few times. She was a lot less out there than the other ones were. So she's more of a mystery. I didn't know how to react. I couldn't creep her. So I had no idea wow, what was good. going on. That's a good tip, ladies. Yeah. So eventually I was done. I was going to just stop dating people for a while. Then she, she wrote me like on the end of one of my dates. It's like, fine, whatever. I'll meet you at the bowling alley and we'll talk. And she ended up being awesome. We hit it off. Probably a couple months later, you know, we decided to you know, make it a thing and I think about a year later, Great. we were getting married. So Good for you. Yeah. Wow. And Rob's known her for four weeks now. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. So, so this is interesting because uh, one of the things that I was looking at is sort of the key things that cause people to fall in love. And one of them, there's three key things, um, and they're pretty basic. One is timing. It's just the right time. You meet right. someone at the right time. Two is proximity. You happen to be where someone is. And, you know, so this kind of like shoots the theory of soulmates. And, oh, yeah, and, <laughs> which is garbage. But yeah. So it's timing and proximity. But the, uh, the last one, and it's something that Rob just said, is mystery. Oh. The more mysterious a person is to you, the more attractive they are to you. That's right. you got to have that mystique. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you do. So if you're too much out there, ladies and gentlemen, um, then, you, you know, you, you keep 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 a little bit of mystery about it. And that, that draws people in, particularly particularly men being attracted to women who, who seem more mysterious. Okay. Rob, give me a second. got to go delete all my social media. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's all out there. He's all out out there. You Google his name and extemporaneous pops oh my up. God. That's it. it does too. Um, no hiding. It's not his job. It's or not. or maybe that shirtless picture I put on MySpace <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, all right. So Rob, without like, I'm not trying to pry and get too personal. But We're like, super what, trying to pry. No, no, no. What age group are you? What what generation are you? Are you millennial? I don't even know. What that, I think I just missed millennial. I don't know. Are you younger? I'm 42. So what is that? I think I missed the millennial. 40. I think maybe he's a Gen X. Gen X is not a it's, thing. No, it's a Gen X There's like there's one that's it's like you know late Gen X, early millennial. So I think like he might be Gen late, X millennial late, rising. Late Gen X. And Mark is oh you very oh, I'm early. baby boomer. Well, but by one year. Some <laughs> some charts some charts have you in Gen X. I'm I'm solidly I'm like middle of Gen X I'm I'm right in the center of it. Quite, but the point of that question is is that did you when you were first starting to date did you date normally like you, there was no social media you could, you didn't date online when you first started dating. No, I had no. When you were like twelve. No, no. I mean, because I when I because I'm on my second marriage. My first one was straight out of high school, so I never really had a date scene. Nice. I thought she was a soulmate, which yeah, you're right. That's garbage. There's no such thing as soulmate. <laughs> Super garbage. I, I met her basically. It was proximity, timing, and mystery. I mean, we met we met each other. I mean, she was basically cheating on her boyfriend with me, and then I was surprised that she cheated on me. So that's pretty nice. So, yeah. Well, see, yes. When they marry the ones they cheat with, they give they have a space now for someone to cheat on the one that they yeah. just married. That's it. Yeah. That's wow. just the truth of it. My biggest my biggest recommendation. Yeah. So you guys there is, met at the Jack in a Box. Yeah. No, it was in high school art class, but like. And, you know, shared some fries, my, and then... My biggest thing with that was... Fire. Oh, art class. Yeah. That's always a mistake, taking the art class. Yeah. No, the lesson learned I learned from that was never hook up or never just get in a relationship with somebody that's exactly like you. Because this is where she was wrong with. I mean, we were both Sagittarius. We both... La- we both had... Everything was exactly the same. We were like brother and sister same. And so... So you need some variety. You do. I mean, I... Because right now I have like a polar opposite of me. So it's like I have oh, that dear. other... I guess I'll call her the positive. <laughs> <laughs> She's the yin, you're the yang. Yeah. So okay, here's another little tidbit of, of information. And it would be impossible to be able to tell this. But there are some people um, who are more testosterone driven you would assume a man yeah, yeah okay so like uh, I'm a beer. testosterone <laughs> <laughs> break up my head <laughs> so so people who are more testosterone driven tend to do better with people who are more estrogen driven now that doesn't necessarily mean man male and female i mean it obviously that is the 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 obvious dichotomy but what it just means is that somebody who's more estrogen driven is 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 not probably huh, this sounds terrible i'm going to sound super anti-feminist yeah what's up with you <laughs> is that it's it's more of a, a, a less analytical more talking more th- so two testosterones <laughs> two testosterones cra- clash that's why two sagittarius that probably was not a good idea. No. <laughs> that could never have been a good Don't idea. Don't even get me started. You two on your horoscope stuff. Yeah. This is going to really derail no. the entire episode. Everything I've ever read. So mad right now. Everything I've ever read says do not do it. Do not. Two Sagittarius definitely should not ever be together. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you're both born in the same 30-day yeah. period. I mean, How no. could that possibly work? I mean, there, there's, there's it's too much narcissism going too much on fire. at once. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, there's exactly. no such thing. Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> That's what it says, says Mark. Okay, um, oh. let's go back to the um, the article that we we all read together. Yes. So, Rob, in the in the in this article, they claim that women start out dating, liking all of the you know, like they expect. Men to pay for the dates. They expect not to have to ask men out on dates. They expect not to have to initiate sex. They expect that men will be the ones who ask them to marry them. But then they want to get, when they get married, they say, well, we want an equitable situation. Everybody shares housework. Everybody shares bills. My, my career is as respected as your career is, et cetera, et cetera. So how is your situation? Is it, is it, was it like that? Did it follow that model? Did your wife want things to be one way when you were dating and now that you're married, it's equality? Or was it always kind of equality? Or never equality. Or never equality. Is it now that she, you know... See, I've, I've, she's a slave. I've, yeah. No, she's not a slave. God. <laughs> no, no. See, now I've lived. I've lived both sides of the equation. My first one was totally different. It was all of this article. Second one was not. I, I, I trained. Uh-huh. I trained myself, and I never expected any of like what I was. She never wanted me to do stuff. It's just I trained myself. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm man's supposed to do this and that and all that stuff. And but yeah, she never ch- changed me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was that way. She was always right off the bat. She was very independent when I met her. My second one here. She never, mm-hmm. and she still is the same way. She never. She she doesn't expect anything of me. She just, she just wants to be treated equal. So, and I get that. And I've, since my first one, I've learned a lot. So I, I was pretty much already in the process of changing before I even met her. So she didn't really have to change me, I guess, if you want to call it that. Because um, I did learn, when I got divorced, I learned, you know, I was helpless. I mean, I learned to cook. I was cleaning. I was taking care of the kids again. I mean, I was doing stuff I should be doing. So I learned how to be equal on my own. So, yeah, I mean, the article, mm-hmm. the article I totally get it. I do. It is a thing. And, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. So as, as a woman, I will tell you that my experience, and, and I consider myself a feminist. Um, so my experience has been that I definitely approach dating as an equal. There are certain things in dating that I would prefer the the man takes the lead on. Like, it's, like opening jars? No, I can oh. open jars. <laughs> so Mark has done a lot of online dating. Rob has done a lot of online dating. So let's, have, let's, dig, in, let's dig in a little bit to that. And I know you're joking about looking at the boob pics. And I'm not else. joking about that at no, all. No, I, I mean, I know that you do that. God, he does that even without the online dating. It's like we'll be at marketing meeting on Fridays. And Mark's like... Do you see that? Yeah. <laughs> that waitress has good boobs. And now it's gotten to the point where I, the, the one time we were, where were we the one time? And, and I'm like, I saw this woman and I'm like, oh my God, I've got to point that out to Mark. And I said, Mark, did you? And he goes, never mind. I've already seen it. I saw I, it. I saw it. I, cataloged- I judged it. <laughs> I cataloged it. I moved on. And yeah. I moved on. <laughs> Wacko. All right. So what do you want to ask me? All right. So talking about... Um, Online dating. Yes. So what what was good about online dating? What is good about online dating is that you have a lot of targets and you can screen them, you know, based on a certain things, right? You can check their boobs, their <laughs> education level, how far away they live from you. You can get a little bit of an idea of their personality. Not a lot, but a little bit of personality information. So you can narrow your focus a little bit. You like the ones you like and you see where it goes. In a bar, you know, you're like, okay, she's cute. She's surrounded by 18 of her friends. Is it worth it to battle my way through all her friends in order to try to talk to her? What what ends up happening is that these women who are surrounding the more attractive of the crew are called war pigs. Wow. And I cannot get that out of my head. (laughs) All I can do is I can... So I'm picturing these pigs with like Willow Ulfgood poised on top of it with a spear... And they're just like prodding boys and keeping them away. It's it's absolutely the worst, and I can't. It's it was very offensive, and I was offended when I heard you it. Should and be. I told him, "Fuck off, that's bullshit." And but now, also, that's very funny. But they, the <laughs> only thing I can remember now, so like guys have wingmen. We do, and, and women, women have, war, have pigs. war pigs. What the hell? I don't know. It's so awful. It's so you awful. Could, yeah, you guys could do better than war pigs. No, hundred like, percent. Wargs. 
Maybe. I, I don't know, but it's All War right. War Pigs. That's what it's in All my right. head. I will never forget it. Now none of you will ever forget it. I've cursed everyone. So just so to make it so that Rob can identify with it, it's like it's like one of those characters in Mario that has a shell spinning around it the whole time so it's protected so you can't attack it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, Rob, what did you? What do you think is the best part of online dating? What do you think is the worst part of online dating? Oh. <laughs> the boobs. No, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. They're always the best good. part is yeah. all of it, really. So you love online dating? Yeah, I liked it when I was doing it. It was great. But came where I had like a list, like. I, I know. You had, yeah. like, skills. I, mean, I had a list of people I was going to contact at a certain time, certain days. No, I was, was going to post certain pictures for those people. It always worked. I like the fact that if you were going to be serious, you can get to know a person pretty well without having to waste all your time and finding out they suck. Nothing okay. wrong with that. All right. So so your online dating experiences, guys. I want to hear about this. Worst online dating oh, experience. God. Mark, you go first. <laughs> so I, I met this... <laughs> Woman, I'm not allowed to call them girls. Right? No, girls is a microaggression. Whatever. Stay the fuck in your lane. Well, I only do. I only do. I only do macroaggressions. So, all right. So I met this woman who was super into this thing called food as medicine, and that's all she talked about. And she was like. Oh, yeah, I could design a diet for you. I'm like, yeah, me too. Five guys, that's my diet. But she was like, you know, oh, no, you have to have this, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, well, this is fascinating. How are your boobs? <laughs> I was going to say, when does the, when, couldn't you see them? They were, honestly, she was dressed like a kindergarten teacher. Oh. So I didn't take that as a good sign. So that one was pretty bad. Rob, you have you've had some time now to think of a good one. What was your yeah. worst first online date? I've only really had one bad one because, like I said, I, I got to do it pretty well. I wouldn't jump until I knew for sure. Because he does so much were, research. That's true. You, yeah. you had it. You had it locked down. But there was one time it was random. I was in the bar. I was already into it. I mean, I was I was ready just to talk to anybody. And then this girl writes me or whatever. I forget how it was back then, but. And then she says, hey, if you're not busy, I'm home. You want to come over? And I looked at the picture. I was like, well, shit, this is, she's freaking awesome. So, yeah, I went to the movie store. I got some movies. I mean, because I read their profile. I know what she wants to watch. So I got the movie she showed, said she wanted to watch on the profile. I got, I got, I got Smart. drinks. I got the wine she wanted because she says that in the profile, too. I go to her door, and she opened the door. And it's like, I'm just like, I, mean, I actually, I stood back, and I made a noise. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was hideous. <laughs> wow. Oh! It was like a man. And then he's like, I only had sex with her once because she yeah. was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left the wine and the movies. Yeah, I, I took the movies because they're rental, you know. Hey, hold on. I, I forgot something in the car. No. no yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. Oh, my I, God. I, I, Did you I, stay? I was being a nice guy. I stayed there. I, I, restart. I mean, you oh, rented no, the movie. It's worse. I started watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. I said, uh, I, I probably should get going. <laughs> I took the movie and left. <laughs> wow. Oh. That bad, huh? I mean, oh. oh, it must have been bad. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> so, all right. So I have, I have a, I, I didn't do a ton of online dating, of course, but I did some. Because, of course, you have to. It's this day and age. It's 21st right. century. So it's the law. Did, I did some online dating. Um after my divorce, and I had generally all bad experiences. Yeah, because guys are terrible. It was it was generally guys who would say, "Yeah, I'm I'm six foot tall," and they'd show up and they were five six. So I'm like, I don't know, I don't know why you would lie about something like that because right off the bat, now I know you're a liar. You're definitely gonna get uh, caught. You know, I'm definitely you you. You can't be so charming that I'm going to suddenly think that you you're actually six feet tall when you're five foot six. Oh, I am charming enough to be like five eleven. <laughs> no, no, you are not. Oh, uh, wow, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. We do it hunting. We do it fishing. We round um, up sizes. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly right. That fish was, you know, that was a four foot it's, long it's fish. This yeah. big. Yeah. yeah. I got a four foot long yeah. fish. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's all about the. <laughs> It's all about the camera angles, That's you guys. Right. I can make this fish foot look four feet long. <laughs> all right, but my worst, my worst first date on an online situation was with this guy who 
had a bunch of pictures on his profile and none of them was he smiling this was not a red flag at the time but then it suddenly became a red flag because i realized eventually why he wasn't smiling no teeth he had teeth but they were all jacked up and nasty and uh, so anyway and so he but so he showed up and he i lived in milwaukee at the time he lived in chicago and and i liked to date at a distance right that is is out of your zip code out of my zip code because i just liked to keep things a little separate. Yeah. Um, cause I had a young son and I just, it wasn't, I wasn't looking to get right. like super, super serious necessarily, blah, blah, blah. So you were just looking to get freaky. No, that is not <laughs> what I wanted. I wanted companionship, but I wanted it on my terms. So, right. okay. I am a little controlling everyone. Apparently. So, <laughs> this guy. Only sh- in the sense that like Zod is controlling. <laughs> so this guy shows up. Did he have platform shoes on it? No, least? he was at least, he was the height that he claimed oh, to be. Oh, good. There you go. But he was so, he was like a, a, a very unhealthy looking. He, yeah. he looked very gaunt and yeah. he had terrible teeth, like really jacked up teeth. Sounds like very, my kind of guy. Very gray teeth. And then, uh, so we're sitting there and, and this has never happened. I can at least always be polite and stick it out for the, the entire you had day. To go. But I, I, I was sitting there having a glass of wine with him at the bar, and I'm like, there's no amount of wine that is going to make this evening palatable. Right. I need to go to the ladies' room. And I'm like, sir, I'm just going to go to the ladies' quickly. And I stood in that ladies' room mirror because I am not this person. I am not did mean. You, did you sneak out? No. I stood there, and I, I amped myself up in the mirror, literally like doing affirmations, going, you can do this. You can you do can this. You can end this day. And I had to. And I walked out, and I said to him, hey, I think his name was John. I'm like, hey, John, John. with the bad teeth. I'm like, hmm. I said, you know what? I, I need I need to get going. And he's like, wait, what? what? And I said, you know, I, I just don't think that this is a going to be a thing. Aren't I, I tall enough? I need to get out. Of, <laughs> I need to get out of here right away and go and drink wine by myself because yeah. that's a preferable thing to what's happening right now. But no, I said to him, I, I really need to go. And he's like, oh, he's like, okay. This and, happens to me all the time. No, don't worry. And then he <laughs> said to me, well, I understand. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, because I said, you're a nice person, but there's just not a, this is not a fit. And, right. and then he goes, but. Because um, you're not hot enough for me. No, it's not that he wasn't hot enough. He just, he wasn't just, he wasn't my type. Was he hot enough for you? Well, he wasn't attractive to me. And it's not. I.E. It's not. I mean, he was not. Biz. All right. So I'm not saying he was an unattractive man to everyone. I'm sure that somebody found him attractive. I think you are saying that. It was to me. I I sound so shallow. God. uh, All right. But here's the thing. At the end, and this is what made it really the worst. All of that was bad. That would have been that would have been chalked up as a bad date. Here's where it got worse. Right. He sat there at the bar and he said to me, "Okay, I understand. Could we at least make love?" (laughs) Yeah, that's reasonable. (laughs) Wow. Why not? Wow. Ralph, so, I, I think that he, maybe if I still have his number, I might give it to you so you could give him no, some no. tips yeah. on how to do, how to be on online I'm dating. Try, so, Ralph, give him tips if so here's the work. thing. So, Christina has immaculate, radioactive, glowing, straight teeth. <laughs> All right? Like, she has the best teeth of anybody I've ever seen. And I'm not saying yours are bad. Yours are awesome. But hers... <laughs> Our perfection. And that's why John had no shot. No, I am his not teeth a snob. I'm were not. a one and Christina's are a ten. <laughs> <laughs> so as lo- as far as compatibility goes, you guys, it's down to the teeth. So Rob, you said that you tried to give people so you were really good at the online dating thing. You said you tried to give people tips and it didn't work out? Uh yeah, because you can't if a guy sucks at it, he sucks at it. I mean, I mean, yeah, even, right. Even in person, you know, you give guys, you know, tips. You know, go talk to this one and go talk to that one. Tell her this, and they get over there like, hi. Like, no, that's not what I told you to say at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that doesn't that, work. That's yeah. not it. You have that's you half even... my move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's this one. There's this one time I, I told a buddy. You know, we were. I think it was my bachelor party. I was actually hooking him up on my bachelor party, which I, is nice of you. No, I. Basically, my role is to go find these women, talk to them, get them all schmoozed up, ready to go, and then I sit them down with the guy, and then here, here's my buddy. Like, and I thought you hand them off. Yeah, and then she comes back up to me, 
says, hey, can we keep talking? Because your buddy's kind of a downer. It's like, what, why? What, what, what did he say? Well, he's, he started off with, oh, do you think I'm good looking? You're real pretty. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow, dude. Who says that? That's you so can't, it's like, You can't go sad sack. No. That I never mean, works. Okay, so this, is, this, this actually brings up, this brings up a good question. So what's the biggest... Like most attractive thing. I don't want to say turn on because that sounds so bachelor. I'm turned on right now. Oh God! So what? <laughs> Yuck, Mark. Um. So what is the biggest? What is the biggest turn on for guys? For you guys? Because it's all. It's all. It's all. Um. Relative, right? Like we all have our own things that intrigue us or, or attract us. And I assume you mean so, other than boobs? Ro- oh my God! <laughs> yes. So Rob, in in terms of of attractiveness of a woman. That has nothing to do with physical stuff. What Ugh. what do you what do you find attractive? What what's initially attractive about a woman? So this is after I meet the woman, right? Because there's no way I could be attracted to anything other than looks. First off, <laughs> right. <laughs> Good point. That's right, Rob. Like, how do I Jeez, know Christina? Is it a hundred percent? Is it is it a hundred percent looks initially? Well, I, I mean, it I think ha- that it, it almost is. has to be. Yeah, it depends. Because I mean, I'm not swipe swiping on on degrees or yeah. you know. Job title, it's swipe, 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 good, 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 not so much, not so much, good, good, good. And then you go back in and look. Yeah. Online, it's all about looks. In person, it doesn't, I mean, being good looking is going to help. But if if it's just a good looking woman, she's in the corner picking her nose and eating it, I'm not going to go talk to her. Mm. Unless she was (laughs) super good looking. (laughs) I mean. Like if if she's like movie star good looking. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, how old? I was gonna say Michelle Pfeiffer in her prime is doing that. She could eat. She could eat her own feces. I don't. Oh, Mark, gross! I've walked up to them because up here the women are weird. But and then you know you go talk to them and they turn around they they take the chaw out of their mouth and throw it in the ground like that. That's not a selling point for me. (laughs) Oh, I'm done. Yeah, it's like there's women up there to chew tobacco. I was like, that's that's nasty. All right. Yeah, and by the way, for me, smoking immediate disqualification. Yeah, I'm not saying that's fair, but I minus four points on a ten point scale. So it seems easier for you to provide like disqualifiers than. Oh yeah. Oh well. well you do you want me to give you? Yeah. Do you want do my qualifiers? Yeah. What's your what's the like what's the most attractive thing? Number one. Boobs. I get it. I know. <laughs> my God. Number two has to be above average smart. <laughs> I know that's a lie. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I know that's no, a lie. I, I know who you're asking. Jo- so definitely okay. not. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> all right. right. So also uh, has to get my <laughs> jokes. Uh, right. If she doesn't think I'm funny, it doesn't work. And uh, I prefer not to have you know like a crazy fundamentalist Christian conservative. Other than that, you know, I'm pretty open. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so Rob, your your qualifiers? I guess if not knowing who they are, I mean, I guess I want confidence. I don't want them to be like overconfident to where they're snobby, but. I want them to smile, be outgoing, willing to talk to you. That's about it. I mean, if you're friendly and outgoing, you're smiling, I'm going to walk up to you. I'm not going to walk up to that crazy person sitting there just doing nothing but mugging everybody because they're talking to her. You're there at a the bar looking good. You want people to be talking to you. Ah, oh, see, now this is a common misconception. This, I think men have this misconception that if so, or women would say that men have this misconception. I don't know if they do. I, I like because there have been times where I've been out in a bar and I have not wanted I've just been there to hang with my girlfriends. But there's a way to communicate that. You don't look at anyone except your friends. You don't, you know, you're not looking around the room and having eye contact. You, I, I really believe you that. You button your shirt up to here with yeah. a scarf and a big jacket. <laughs> you just don't go to a bar at all. Right. That's a good <laughs> indicator. No, but I mean, I think that women, women, a lot of times women will tell you that, you know, God, I was just in that place hanging out. I, I didn't want any attention on me. But I had a low cut shirt on. Yeah. And and a mini skirt. But they still can dress however they want to. Of course and they not can. Want male you attention. can always say no, but you can't be shocked if someone approaches you. This is this is true, and and I I have to say that even though I'm a feminist, I have to say I have to say that I agree with that. I'm just an older feminist. I'm, I'm maybe not as radical. You have a little more reality <laughs> in your feminism. So um yeah, all right. For me, my criteria 
is um, eleven feet tall. No, generally taller. Like three right. PhDs. Uh, generally taller. That for me, it's it's. Uh, I'm very shallow. So for me, there's a certain. There's got to be a certain. So they have to be taller them. than you, or I'm, taller than something. <laughs> like no, do you no. have like one of those boo boo bear. Mm-mm. You have to be this tall type no, of no. signs. I I have I have a thing where I feel like if they are tall enough, taller than me, taller than me. What if they're like important. a quarter inch taller than you? <laughs> and that means they're only going to be taller than you sometimes. I know, Depending right. on your it's shoes. Very, it's very, very difficult. Then, then if that is the case, they're making up for it in some other area. Right. <laughs> I'm just frankly going to be honest. Because they have a boat. They have got to be incredibly smart. Right. I never, I never in, in that case. How many IQ points adds an inch to height? <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Now, by IQ, do you what? What are you? Uh, Stanford Binet, you know, <laughs> the no. standard. I'm kidding. I was kidding. It's not IQ, Mark. It's they're making up for it in different ways. Oh, pee pee size. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How, how do you determine that at the bar? <laughs> well, they've obviously, if they're talking to me and they're shorter or only a quarter inch taller than me, then they've reached a certain good looks threshold. Right. But do you say, all right, look. Before this goes any further, put it on the bar. No, actually, more important than that, do guys have the same thing? What? All the women I know have the same criteria. What? Kissing. You have to be a good kisser. Guys love good kissing. They do not require it. Is that true for you, Rob? Yeah, I mean, I prefer they be good so I don't have to be, so that's awesome. Yeah, there you go. So you do less work. I like it. So it's, it's it's honestly it's a labor saving device. I a hundred percent. If you if a guy is a bad kisser, that is a dead hard stop because you can never. T- but are you talk about them, something that you can never teach someone? Are you kissing them before you decide to sleep with them? Yes. Wow. Well, of course. I mean, at that point, I'm just I'm all in. By the time you're kissing someone, you're ready to sleep yeah, with them. Sure. Why would I kiss somebody that I'm not willing to do more with? Oh, my God. I mean, unless they're, like, embarrassingly bad, like they snapped at my face like a crocodile, (laughs) I'm going to be fine with it. No, no. Oh, my God. Men are such different creatures. (laughs) We are. We're simple creatures. All right. Is that true for you, Rob? By the time you're kissing someone, you're ready for everything? Uh, yeah. um, Rob's going to lie right here. I mean, oh my god! I mean, if they're kissing them, wow. they're, if you're kissing they're them, and let's say they're a mediocre kisser, are you going to turn them down for sex? No. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> okay, I'm telling you, you're not even getting another text message I know. if you are a I bad kisser. If you are a bad kisser with a woman, women are, are like, we are super. I, I have never met a woman. I have to do a poll with. I've never met friends. a woman either. What I've are they never, like? I've never met a woman who would say that, like, if a guy is a bad kisser, that, that that's going any further. But what like, if they could learn? No, you can't. They can't. <laughs> you can't learn. No, no. That's it. Every woman has had that guy that they did try and like go, hey, maybe don't have your tongue so pointy. Yeah, like, and don't, uh... they don't get it. They don't get it. So you can't teach someone how to kiss. If they're a bad kisser, they're a bad kisser. That is going to go. That is no. No. I'm telling Christina, you. Christina, right what else would you like to know about relationships? Um, well, let's talk about some of the things that I learned about relation relationships in my research. School us. All right. So and here there's there's especially one that I want to talk about because I disagreed with this point. Right. Um sort of. But um all right, so one Falling in love is like being on drugs. What? Because of all of the things, the chemicals that are going on in your mind, in your brain, falling in love when you're first falling in love is like being on drugs. I guess. Really stressful drugs. Well, I don't, I can't, I can't speak to your, your experience with drugs, but what they say is, is that you have all of those chemicals that are going in your brain and it makes you not have to sleep. There's like adrenaline, there's oxytocin, oxytocin um, dopamine. I really haven't had a lot of drug experience, so all I got is alcohol experience. And <laughs> yeah, 
I know what I'm drunk. So, I'd rather uh, have all my guy friends. So, to that. What, they're, what they say is that they, all of those chemicals that, they're, and they're natural, they're like hormones that go, or chemicals in your body that then mimic the feeling, they light up the same areas of your brain as if you're on drugs. I will say this. Falling in love definitely leads to obsessive behavior, bad decisions, <laughs> ill-informed decisions, um, reckless behavior, passing out, and possibly throwing up. So, yes, it's a lot like drugs, I think. <laughs> so, but I can see how that would alter thought processes, right? You have all this melatonin and oxytocin <laughs> and cortisol. And cocaine. Cocaine, whatever, <laughs> running through your brain because you're so obsessed with this person, you make bad decisions. Hello, Mark in high school. <laughs> Basically, that was me. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so in love. Let me do something completely stupid. What? Like what? Like buy someone a Christmas present who was dating someone else oh. who you were not aware of. Oh. Right? Oh. oh. I know. That's heartbreaking, isn't it? Oh. Little Mark. Yeah, little Mark. Uh, okay. Well, that's a good question. That's a good question. Rob, stupidest thing you've done for love. Uh, yeah, Rob. You marriage. admit some shit now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, get married, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Becoming an ordained minister so that you could marry yourself. <laughs> I mean, I like that decision. That's a good decision. Self love, well, right on. Stupidest thing is just spending way too much money. That's that's about it. You know, I was, there was one I was just buying rings. Oh yeah, animals. I mean, it's just stupid. Just buy things. Would you spend, for example, four hundred dollars on a dinner? <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't pay four hundred dollars for sex. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot, right? <laughs> but what if your partner forgot to look at the menu and right, didn't, ask how, didn't much ask how much everything price was? I'd say it's equal, bitch. And Pay then the hat. bill comes and all you can do is... <laughs> and you're like, whoa, $400? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, do you guys uh, have a financing program? <laughs> uh, all right, so... Stupidest thing. What? It, what? You bought a present for someone that was in, yeah. already involved. Yeah, like I bought a Christmas present I mean, for was someone. That really, the stupid. I mean, given the entire scope of. Oh your no, I'm sure I've done stupider things. How about than that? buying a car to impress a first Ooh, date? All right, so Rob, I did do this. <laughs> Wow. So I was, wow. I, I, there was this girl I had asked out. It was about, I mean, it was a long time ago. It was like 30 years ago. So I asked this girl out and I was, and I looked at my car and I had this like shitty Datsun 200 SX with a different color quarter panel than the rest of the car. So I'm like, this is not going to work. I got to go buy a new car. So I went and bought a Jeep for that, <laughs> basically for that day. And I financed it at like, I don't know. Back then, probably like 16%. And and then we went out like twice and that was it. Ann, but I Ann, like the Jeep. And Weaver. Yeah, and Weaver. Okay, well, I don't know if we need to call her out. <laughs> All right. We um, used to call her Dream Weaver. Dream Weaver. I feel like I'm going to edit in a clip. Yeah. Dream <laughs> Weaver. I'll just have it playing underneath the yeah, whole please. story. All <laughs> right. Through that, through that story. <laughs> uh, my stupidest thing that I ever did for love. Oh, I bought him a pair of expensive soccer shoes. You bought mm. what? I bought him a pair of expensive soccer shoes. For your son? No. Yeah. Oh. 12? What For the this? guy I was dating. <laughs> How expensive? At the time, they were very expensive, $150. Was he a good soccer player? The, and they, I got two shoes with that. It was the extra large order of soccer shoes. Ah, there it is. Look, you always get two shoes when you buy so when you buy shoes. You don't always get... <laughs> you don't always get I have never bought shoes where I haven't gotten two. <laughs> the shoes. Nobody ever buys a shoe. <laughs> it was um, just uh, like the the veal chops. Was it like a bogo? It was a one veal chop order or a two veal chop order. Did you order. get two veal and chops? I got the two veal. It was, it was two soccer shoes and they were very expensive. So, yeah, I can't. I think that was the stupidest one because I knew he was. But soccer shoes are awesome. Yeah, but he was a he was a dummy. But was he good at soccer? Yeah, and he looked good. He looked like Colin Farrell. But he was well, dumb go. as a box of rocks. I don't know what I was doing. Well, I do know what I was doing. I do know what you were doing. Buying soccer shoes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was a big. That was and a dating big, Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Gump. Because I've given him that nickname because he is, like, 
Forrest Gump smart and then like Colin Fump. <laughs> Colin Fump? Colin Gump. Colin Gump. Did I say Fump? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I'm a bottle deep. All right, all right, right all right, everyone. So let's let's go through Stay some on more. track, Christina. Let's go God. through some more things that, that love causes us to do in relationships. Cry. Heterosexual couples. When then the only reason I say this is because the test the the test was done on only heterosexual couples, okay. not not any homosexual couples. Heterosexual couples' hearts sync up after three minutes if they sit quietly facing each other. What? Their heartbeats sync up. I super don't believe that. You have to have three quiet minutes of eye contact. All I right, mean, so not if, like sustained. I don't so know what if like, could, like sit there for three minutes staring at Would it work over Squadcast? I don't know. Are you going to try and so, sync up with... Yeah, them? I was going to say, if I stare at Rob no, because for you're 30 not a, seconds... You're not a couple. Yes, well, I mean... Well, no, we're not planning on being a couple. <laughs> He's a nice guy and everything. Uh, all right, you guys. But, uh, love can be addictive. Oh, for sure. And that's to do with all of the feelings and emotions that come with all of those chemicals. There are serial fallen in love people. Monogamous. Yeah. And and they love to be oh. in love. And they and they and, and when the relationship gets to the point because there's certain stages of a relationship, right? There's like the lust stage where all you want to do is fuck. Then That's most of my stages. Then there's the love stage that kind of overlaps with mm. the, the, the lust stage. Overrated. And then there's the attachment stage. All right. Where... So, Rob, do you love being in love? Or are you like, eh, it's fine, but I'm also fine being on my own? Um, best I can describe it, I, I love the chase to being in love. Yeah. And then once I there get to that go. point, I get bored. That that was my problem a long time ago. Don't let your watch, your wife watch this yeah. episode. No, yeah. no, because now he's married to her. And how, how long have you been married? Uh, Week and a half. Five years. <laughs> Ooh! Wow. Don't let your wife listen to this if yeah, you don't no. know that answer right off no. the top of your head. Last, now last one was like last one was fourteen years before it ended. So I don't know if that's really a good thing yet. So, <laughs> so you're kind of a serial monogamist. Well, but he had those those that stage well, he, of dating. He had a wild period where he cracked the uh, algorithm of all the dating sites and took oh, well, advantage. But then he got married again. When I got divorced, I had about I don't know. It was probably a year in between there where I didn't do anything. I was just stayed at home because you no, know, I was I've been married for fourteen years. I, I I didn't know a guy could actually go out there and just score like that. Women were doing everything. It's like I was one of the women. I was just sitting there and they'd come up to me and talk to me and I didn't do do anything. Like the, it was a total role reversal. It's like it threw me out of whack and that's what made it so easy. Oh my god. Okay, so now that no. See, I especially like in the early stages of dating, that's a lot. I'm surprised. Well, but maybe yeah. maybe these are women who are just like out there for the equality. I don't no, know. I, I can't relate first, to that. My first when I was in high school, it was totally different. You know, it was hard to find a woman to talk to you. You know, you had to really try. Then after I broke out my first mm-hmm. my divorce and I went out in public, it's like I could just sit there and just want to mind my business and I'd have people come up and talking to me. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was doing something right. I don't think I was. I don't, I don't know, but it was completely opposite what I was used to. So love can ease chronic pain. Again, having to do with the chemicals, all of those chemicals. Although ibuprofen is less work. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then here's here's one here's one and I'm I'm just gonna put this out here because what <laughs> is this gonna be an insult to what, me? No, what's so interesting is that uh, we uh, you know we were we were gonna talk about things like <laughs> philosophically about relationships, but we like dove into like the nitty gritty details of relationships, right which is fine and great. But here's one of the things: men tend to be much more logical thinkers and like focused on logical things. Yeah, and women not as logical, but also have our own strengths in the way that we think and how yeah, we, we process. No, yes, a hundred percent. How we process things. Here's what's interesting to me, though. Men fall in love faster than women do. Do we? Yeah, men are of the, statistically. Of the I don't. I. I don't know. Men are. Maybe you get confused. <laughs> maybe your lust and love <laughs> brain centers are confused. But women tend to be more cautious, and and then hence men say "I love you" first. Generally, they get there. They get there faster well, than women do. So I'll say this. That may be true. Uh-huh. They also fall out of love faster and just right. immediately become slanderers. <laughs> sometimes, and this is shocking, they might say, I love you, when they don't mean it. <laughs> yeah, well. What they really mean is, will you take your pants off? 
<laughs> Will you show me your boobs? So, so Rob, is there is there is there anything else that you're dying to say about relationships that we should add in? Um, I do have my own personal tip, and I know there's been studies on it, but uh, holding hands, as far as you know, when it goes to kissing and all that stuff, that's all great. But if you hold hands, and it's supposed to relieve stress with couples or dating or whatever, but um, it works. I mean, you just sit there. If you don't ever hold your hands with your spouse or whatever, and then you all of a sudden do it, it, it relieves stress. It, it sends a sensation through your whole body. It, it, you instantly calm down. You got to try it. It's, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I'm not saying frolic through the store holding That's hands. Real, but why not? Oh, well, I do it. But I'm just saying, it's like, if you're not comfortable with it, you're not comfortable with it. Once in a while, if you see the other person stressed out and you grab their hand or you just hold it, it works. It works a lot. That's amazing stuff. and actually is totally is totally in line with some of the research that I did, which suggests that hugging is also an immediate stress reliever. Mark Mark is hugging, throwing but... ears and things at me. He's, <laughs> He's like a child. So He's like a hugging, child. <laughs> does hugging make you uncomfortable? Oh, no, it's just... okay. Well, so now like no, I mean I like hugging. I mean I like like hard like you no know, good emotional hug, but I don't like it when they go so long. You got to figure. out who's going to end it or how, how does it stop? <laughs> so, right. It gets awkward. It gets weird. It's like, okay, we're, are we done hugging or do I yeah. got to keep hugging you? It's like What's we've been on? hugging for like 45 <laughs> seconds. Can we be done? Yeah. I mean, they got big boobs, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> then, you know, they can go 10 minutes if they want. Yeah. I actually am, am somebody that, that I get too uncomfortable in, in, in hugs. Um, all right. So, Everyone, that is the end of this episode. We really appreciate Rob from talking at you for coming on to the uh, the podcast today. Thank you very much, Rob. We hope you had a fun time. Oh, I did. I, I'm not a Dexter, though, so I'm going to sound real serial killer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've planned everything <laughs> out. So Rob has done a ton of research on both Mark and I, and he knows our bank accounts. Yeah, right? <laughs> It's like, well, Mark's a Scorpio, so I know how this is going to go. <laughs> so, uh, no, we had, we had such a great time having you on. Thank you very much. This has been a long time coming, everyone. Mark, um, Mark and I have been in talks with Rob to, to do this for, oh, my God, it has to be months now. Can I say something? chatting Yes, Mark, of course. Everybody... Go listen to Talking At You by Rob Hall. Uh, I really like the video games are ruining or ruined children's lives. That was a good episode. But listen to his stuff. Subscribe. Send him money. Whatever you have to do. All right. He's amazing. His program, his podcast is amazing. Really, really lucky that he agreed to come on our our, our little podcast and, and do this with us. So thank you very much, Rob. We are looking forward to coming on your, your podcast whenever you are, are willing to have us. And um, so thanks so much. And just give us one more, give, give our listeners one more um, sort of shout out about your podcast, like where they can find it and all the rest. Like top four platforms. Uh, well, I'm on Apple just like everybody else is. Spotify seems to be a good one for most people. If you want to just get it get all in one place, it's on podpage.com slash talking at you. I think you got to do talking dash at dash you. But yeah, so yeah. Just all the main ones. Whatever one you use, I'm on it. So just go check me out there. You, know, you should be able to find me. Yeah, so just like us, you guys. Non-topic specific, kind of extemporaneous, jokes, humorous takes, serious analysis. It's all very good. A little bit of political trolling. It's, I it's, like that. It's, really, it's a really good podcast, a really solid podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Please come and follow us on all of our social media. We thank you so much for coming and listening to us each week. Good night.